You're tuned in to the Trademark Productions podcast, discussing all things web, tech, marketing, design, and business from sunny Detroit. Sound good? Let's get started. In another podcast, another day, and we're going to be talking a lot about mobile today, and it's uh, just an internal type of podcast. It's very intimate today. Yes. So there was an interesting thing that happened two weeks ago, and for me... I uh, kind of flipped out because I got word through a very, another very trusted uh, friend and uh, cohort in the industry about the house two weeks ago today. Um, Google had a uh, hangout and uh, they actually from their spam team came out and said that mobile uh, SERPs, mobile search results, search engine result pages is what SERP stands for are going to be ranked differently or their actual algorithm is going to be separate where it was a blended result. So if you're on desktop, you're getting a combination of mobile and desktop. And apparently they're going to really part, part the waters and you're going to have a different algorithm that's going to be displaying pages based off of the mobile friendliness or mobile responsive of your design of your website starting April 21st. Why is that a big deal? I, oh, that's 29 business days too for anybody that cares. 29 business, so 28 business days as the time of no, this being. 29 business days 29, from today. From today, 29 yeah. business days. Get your act together. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's a pretty big deal. So if your site is, if you went to your site on a cell phone, if it's your Android or it's going to be your um, your iPhone or it's going to be a tablet device. So you have your Kindles, you have your iPads, you have your other tablets. Um, those essentially do serve up different search results, even though the browser renders pages um, differently as well, depending if you're using Safari or Chrome or whatever the provided you know, third-party browser that you're using. Um, and if you're searching in Google, you are not going to potentially show up if your site is not mobile-friendly or responsive. Now, this is historic because Google's never come out before and said something so definitive and, and then attached it with a date. So it's kind of a historic deal. So we actually jumped the gun really, really quick. Um, I got in super early the next day and penned, Overachiever. Out, penned out a, a huge blog post, uh, very, very dis- descriptive in regards to what happened in that hangout, what was said, what needs to be done, and sent it out to all of our customers, which resulted in kind of a flurry of intake of people wanting to get, you know, knowing how does this apply, does it apply based on my traffic over the past, you know, some, some months. Can I interrupt you for one second? You did. Yeah. Um, why is all this important? Because if you do not have a site that is mobile-friendly, mobile-responsive, and Google crawls on a continuous basis. They send out little small robots, and they, they continuously are hitting sites, indexing pages on sites on a regular basis. So that's why it's always important to update your website, add new content to it, giving signals to Google that you are in it to win it, essentially. And if they're visiting they don't see that your site is mobile responses or friendly, it's probably only going to benefit you, whatever you're doing, to be more desktop-related. Um, they are definitely going towards a mobile environment, um, you, well, you're, you're probably not going to show up in a search result as strong as, as your competitors that are mobile friendly um, from a um, you know a mobile device. Well, let's take it more macro for one second, right? Because there's still that disconnect of why do I need to care about this if I'm a business owner or whatever. Do what? you have a cell phone? Well, yeah. I was going to say, what happens? Do you have a tablet? Is that a question for me? Yes, I do. Okay, perfect. 
So do you ever use those to go to Google and search for things? Yes. Okay. So if your site was not mobile responsive or friendly, chances are after April 21st, according to Google and what they stated, your site's not going to show up in organic results. Very strong. So you might be in a very top position. So if, if, if you're looking and someone's doing a query or search, something specific, could be your company name. Yeah, actually could be your company name. There's a good chance that your site is not going to show up for those type of results coming from a mobile device. People aren't going to fucking find you. And I think, just to compound that a little bit, the data, I'm referencing a study here, which is probably a little bit dated now, but projecting in five years there will be more than 10 billion, with a B, mobile-ready devices and connections, including 8 billion personal mobile devices. This was from Forbes. So basically the point is this isn't going away. What? Then it must be true. Of course. Yeah, it's online, so it's true. Um, Point being, this isn't going anywhere anytime soon, and it's only going to continue to increase let's go further with that i've said before and we're going back on the podcast a couple years two three years um matt cuts at one of our conferences two years ago so almost two and a half years ago uh in vegas on a keynote came out and talked about the fact of mobile devices and talked about mobile search and really emphasized the fact of everything is going mobile and gave us pretty definitive advice live in front of a crowd of 500 people, that you really want to consider mobile users, people utilizing mobile devices and mobile connections that are using Google. You really want to consider what is their experience. Is, are, are you catering to those people, to that usage of cellular data, Wi-Fi data, and that speed versus a network connection on a desktop? Are you curating your site to make something available for those people utilizing that. Google's all about the user experience. Now let's go a little bit deeper. They bought Motorola. They own a very small percentage, still large amount of of wireless space um, that's been for years now. They have the Android operating system, which is the largest operating system as opposed to iOS under Apple. Um, They're across a ton shitload of devices that are not Apple iPhones. (laughs) Everything else is Android. So you're talking about the fact that They're going to be offering, in my opinion, I've said this for years, but I'm even more profound to it now. They're going to be coming out with some very low-cost cellular program on on Android devices. They're going to come up with their own devices, do a partnership. They're going to offer devices out, and they're going to be able to collect so much goddamn great data because everything's going that way. You have to think about, I spent a great deal of time in Mexico. Down there, there is Internet, okay? It's not as prevalent. And, again, the economy is a lot different. So people buy phones. Everybody pays minutes. They add minutes to their cell phones. It's very common to walk into a gas station, a store, anywhere, and just go to the register, hand them a $20 bill, and say, add minutes to this number. And that's how they, they live. But they search and do everything across that mobile device. They, don't, they can't afford a computer, or a lot of them can't. So you're curating to a ton uh, curating. You're, you're catering to a, a totally different audience that is going to be using search and mobile, and they want to be on the forefront of that. They're going to kick ass in regards to something like that. How's that Facebook phone working out? Which one? Exactly. They can't make it in social. They totally fucking ate it on Google+. And you think that's you think you, part? You definitively, you think that's true? I think for a large part, um, they're not going to let it go because it has so many other uses. They're definitely it's already been it's already been stated. It's definitely breaking apart into different groups. So you don't believe that prediction at 
was it last year or two years ago at PubCon that uh, Facebook uh, Facebook's not sustainable because the, the whole pitch was that Google Plus was trying to infiltrate your normal regular life and Facebook's kind of making you do things that you normally or act in a way that you normally wouldn't do. So Google Glass, you're walking down the street, you want to buy flowers and you say glass flowers and it tells you where it's at versus... That worked out really well too. <laughs> you can I, read I, her blog post about that as well last month. Ask for your glass. <laughs> yeah, Google Glass is ass. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because that officially was canceled and done and dead. And we have a awesome, almost brand new pair here in the office that we're actually going to put into a glass case and um, commemorate. We're going to seal it and then put it into the, um, what's the thing they put in the ground? Time capsule? We'll put it in a fucking time capsule. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think... That Google has to be smart about how they're venturing out and breaking out into different things. They obviously can't take over the desktop. Um, they still have not been able to achieve that feat, although their you know lower-priced laptops uh, definitely has a market out there for them. Um, they can't take over social. Facebook has really hammered and hit very hard in regards to that, and they have to look at other ways of where they're parsing out to essentially collect data, aggregate that data, and then serve that up to advertisers and figure out ways to monetize that data. And that's really been the backbone of the advertising program for Google for a long time. So fucking hit everybody on mobile. Everybody thinks going mobile. It's not going anywhere. So you have to think about that as a business owner with a website. If you are not appeasing to people that are on a mobile connection using a mobile type of device, whether it's a small handheld or it's a tablet, you're f- can't say well, it any other way. Well, there's another way you could say it, but well, I, you're, you're missing out. I think the easiest way to say it is that mobile's purely a cost of doing business. It's not a. It's not a novelty. It's not a. You know, it's it's just a, it's no different than you have to have a website. You have to have all your basic marketing materials, whatever. You it, you have to be mobile. Period. You do. That was much more eloquent. Yes, that was a nicer way of saying things. But. What about um, wearables? What do you mean wearables? Apple Watch. You know, wearable technology. I, I'm not. I'm not sure about that yet. You know, I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a watchy. So, I mean, I. I love watches. I collect them and, and buy them and sell them, and I enjoy that a lot. Um, well, there was some some <clears throat> talk within the mobile conversation. You know, about growth of that segment as more people adopt it. Um, I, I. I don't know. I'm kind of with you on that. Well, Pebble hit you know hit the mainstream with that um, with their Kickstarter campaign, and they really showed that hey, there's a market out here for that. Now, obviously, Apple can has a larger reach; they have brand credibility, so them entering into that market and um, offering another alternative device to you, just regular phone um, to go ahead and communicate with people is is a huge deal. So, I think it's definitely going to have some legs to it. I'm um, not going to be an early adopter and just run out and buy the shit for no reason. Uh, I'll definitely go and play with it and look at the different advantages of it. Of course, that's something we have to do it for research and development here to understand how that's going to apply to our customers and how they're doing business. And is that important? Obviously, if you're in a metro area and you can walk around with a watch and be pushed out messages based off of a profile you create or something like that, and I'm just being speculative, um, and it's popping up on your phone saying that, hey, you really like jazz music and and and, and Chardonnay, and you're walking down the street and it smacks up a message to you saying, hey, go in here and check out, have a glass of wine, and listen to this jazz place, you know, and you can buy this stuff on iTunes. Um, that's important marketing in a number of different ways and knowing that those outlets are there. 
I agree. But let's talk a little bit about mobile site versus a responsive design, you know, and what's essentially better. Because you hear two different things. They are essentially the same but different yet. Um, a mobile site is essentially a, it's a copy of your website where the server does the work and deliver optimized pages that's smaller and easier to navigate. The solution can uh, basically customize a unique user experience for, for mobile users, and it's a good choice, but sometimes it might be too expensive to redesign a site completely responsively. So it's, it's a good alternative to offer up a different amount of data. And that's something we've been doing for a couple years. Uh, I want to say probably for the past five or so where we've been offering option. We've been offering a mobile alternative to a website so that if they, if the server detects that it is coming from a browser that is of a tablet or a mobile device, we can offer up that alternative style sheet to give limited data which has worked for a lot of people. But now responsive, now everybody's seen this as well, where you're actually looking at a site on your desktop and then you go on your phone and it's, uh, it's dramatically different, but it's made for one-touch navigation. Uh, things are just laid out a little bit differently. The device basically does all the work on that aspect. Uh, your device browser automatically adjusts according to the screen size, large or small, the orientation, if it's going to be landscape or it's going to be portrait. And then it switches between these options on the fly. So it's, it's a very good and flexible solution for people that want to um, basically comply with what Google's going after. You want to go responsive in a large amount. So mobile responsive is really the way you want to go there, too. What else? One other thing that I would think would be good to touch on um, is the notion of commerce via mobile and smartphone or tablet what about it um maybe some people still think that if you're a business owner and you sell online nobody's going to buy something from their phone bullshit that yeah that was the that was a softball lob for you to knock okay well i mean look at apple pay well hold on we can look at google wallet that's you know they really hit hard with that i remember being in new york when that first launched too and i mean all the cabs had that and everything um, to pay with your Google Wallet, and that didn't work out so well. So Apple pays out now. It seems to have a lot more integration. I think they took that softball throw from Google and looked at how is the consumers going to respond to something like this? Are they ready yet? You have to think about, too, we are advancing so quickly technology-wise and how that plays into society. Our children are learning on tablets as a part of their school curriculum from preschool. Well, and people don't talk to each other. You just, just text each other. Don't look at me when you talk to me. <laughs> yes, you text each other from across the room. Let's go to dinner and text each other. Which a lot of places now it's becoming popular is basically the signal kill devices right. that are going in restaurants so that you can't make any calls or receive anything. I think we should do a whole different show on the collateral damage of the mobile experience. Not communication. Some of your Tinder experiences? Should we talk about those as well? I'm sure we could pull some very interesting stats about marriages ended by, by iPhone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's enough out there. But I any, digress. But anyways, um, Apple is going to be, I think, the, the forerunner on that in a large part. And singleized, I mean, even the fingerprint uh, validation that's happening that, that, that Apple came through with as well. And it's one touch for purchasing with uh, iTunes and iStore. 
and it's one touch for unlocking the phone. I mean, those are some pretty cool, awesome advantages. How many times, let's raise your hands here, and of course, you listeners too, think about it. How many times have you actually used your device and you've actually looked at sites and tried to shop? And you can probably think about now that you've been to sites that have been very easy to shop. The images showed up well, hitting a quantity, add the cart button, all those things were easy. Then there was other ones where you had to sit there and pinch and squeeze and move around and go landscape, and it was just atrocious. How do you think that's going to be ranked after, you know, come May 1st, after this new update? How do you think those sites are going to be ranked as opposed to the ones that are more mobile responsive? Duh. And if I can just go ahead and use my thumb or my fingerprint to go actually go ahead and purchase and have commerce on that site and the integration with that. I mean, you have all the big players out there that are actually doing all of these things and hitting those segments. It's because they make money. You have to look at some of those bigger businesses that are out there. If they are actually leading the way and embracing these aspects of technology like this, they've spent more money figuring out what doesn't work than you ever will. So take our advice, take the advice from some of these forerunners and, and see that you need to move over to those types of things. Well, one stat on that, um, this was from CMO.com, the forecast that by the end of 2017, U.S. mobile users will spend $90 billion via mobile. Dude, totally. So completely. Projected to be 48% increase from 2012. Completely. I mean, if you want to, well, we don't even talk about other businesses to get into. I mean, mobile security is going to be a huge thing of the future here. Um, you, you just you need to get with it. It's a huge, important part. So you can go to tmprod.com, look at that on your desktop, and then look at it on your mobile device. And you can see the different style sheets that we offer up. We are mobile responsive. We'll also have a screenshot of the actual mobile uh, search versus a desktop search for our company and Google results. And they're actually, it's a little small um, grade wording next to the domain URL that says mobile friendly. So it's actually going to be uh, enticing users to click on the mobile friendly, and that's going to be a type of a badge. So you think about the little blue check mark next to the Twitter name, a validated name, that mobile friendly icon that or the mobile friendly wording next to your site design from a mobile search in Google is going to be your, your little verification icon too to show that you're better than others. Um, you have to invest in your business. And if you are getting business online, you have to invest into working with those people online. And you got to think more about your customers. If your customers, and you know how quick technology is moving, Mr. and Mrs. Listener. If we are in the fall now, okay, six months later after this update, new phones are coming out. Of course, Apple's going to have the iPhone 7 and the 7 Plus Plus. I mean, this evolves very, very quickly. But you are now going to be, yesterday's news, you are now going to be irrelevant. This is, I mean, you might as well go ahead and print out uh, a letter to your customers on letterhead and then put a U.S. Yellow pages. Yeah, a U.S. Postal Service stamp and put it in the mail. I mean, you're that archaic. And if you want to show your customers that you get it, you're investing, you want to do the best, the biggest and the best and be the best for them, all these are little touch points subliminally on whether or not they choose to do business with you or a competitor. Look at all of your competitor sites, what they're doing online, and if you're not matching them, you're way behind. And now you're going to have to sell on a different type of an offer. And with that, I was going to add two shameless plugs here. Dwight, you mentioned your blog post in the beginning. That was on the 27th of February, if you'd like to look that up on the website in our blog role. And if you would also like to go to Facebook, you can sign up for our newsletter that just went out. This morning, that was all about mobile, um, so sign up for that in addition to listening to this fantastic podcast. Yeah, and, and don't be afraid to reach out to us and talk to us about what it's going to take to move your site mobile and why. 
Um, we're definitely a good starting point. Actually, I'd love to be the last people you talk to uh, to differentiate us between our competitors because we're going to give you way more consulting and way more information away for free with you know basically no strings attached than any of these other freelancers or other fly-by-night companies are going to give you, especially here in the bizzling, busting, bursting city comeback futuristic Paris. Paris of the Midwest. Yeah, the Paris of the Midwest. Detroit, Michigan. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Remember, you can post comments or want to be on the show. Head on over to tmprod.com and hit the podcast section. All content on this show is copyright by Trademark Productions or their respectful owners and cannot be reproduced without express permission. Thanks for being a part of Rebuilding Detroit with us.